This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast on this beautiful, I mean beautiful, sunny day here in the greatest nation on God's green earth. Blue skies, lots of little fog rolling on the ground this morning through the cornfields in the farmlands of the great Midwest. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. If you haven't subscribed yet, run over to AffirmAmerica.com. Sign up. These are your top five headlines for this Thursday, August the 25th, 2022. Let's start off with headline number five. Socialist primary winner in New York, Christine Gonzalez proudly announces socialism is not going anywhere. It is horrifying to think that can happen in the United States of America. Daily Caller, a victorious candidate for the New York State Senate, declared her Tuesday night primary win as a victory for socialism in a video that is going viral. Democratic Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez endorsed Gonzalez's candidacy, as did the Democratic Socialists of America. RNC Research, New York State Senate Democrat primary winner Christine Gonzalez. We really prove that socialism wins. We are not going anywhere. And we will not stop until we see a socialist slate across the city. Yeah, so those of you folks living in uh, the Empire State, the great state of New York, you've got some serious problems over there. You need to get to work. You need to uh, fight against these socialists. We all know socialism and totalitarianism just doesn't work. And you have AOC and you have this new Christine Gonzalez winning a victory. That means that the conservative populist movement isn't working hard enough. You need to get out there. You need to fight. A lot of these elections I was, I was watching, I was noticing, are very small numbers of turnout. On the Jerry Nadler election, with over three, I think 3.5 million citizens living in his district, only 70,000 people actually voted for the entire election. I believe that was the number, somewhere between 70 and 100,000 people. So it's very small number of people that are out voting. You have to check out the numbers here on this uh, election, but that's something to consider that the patriots, the America First movement, needs to get to work in the great state of New York and turn that state around because it's heading down a slippery slope to socialism and totalitarianism. All right, headline number four. Florida rep Charlie Crist alienates, says DeSantis supporters have hate in their hearts. Fox News, Florida Representative Charlie Crist had some harsh words for supporters of his Republican opponent, Governor Ron DeSantis, during his first press conference as the Democratic gubernatorial nominee Wednesday morning. Crist's first press uh, conference since Tuesday's elections highlighted the nominee's platform and top issues, including expanding abortion rights and access, protecting LGBTQ plus rights, and protecting immigrants living in the U.S., all while slamming DeSantis. From RNC Research, Democrat nominee for Florida Governor Charlie Crist attacks supporters of Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida as haters. 
I don't want your vote. If you have that hate in your heart, keep it there. Spencer Brown. In a Wednesday morning interview on Morning Joe, Chris said that DeSantis is on the battlefield of hate while claiming he is on the battlefield of love. It's more than a bit ironic that Chris, while quoting scripture and declaring his campaign is on the battlefield of love, whatever that means is also saying that some 50 plus percent of Floridians have hate in their hearts. Listen, this Charlie Crist is just an opportunist. He used to be a Republican, and now he's running as a Democrat. That says everything about him. And just listen to his platform. I mean, he's in support of abortions and LGBTQ rights and uh, illegal immigrants coming across the border. And it's the same old uh, playbook. You know, they don't like something, so they accuse you. They call you haters. They call you racists. It's all just a reflection on themselves. Actually, they're just projecting on the Republicans and on DeSantis exactly what they have in their own hearts. That's why they, they accuse others with exactly how they feel and exactly how they act. So just remember that. When you hear them talking about haters, it's just them. They're, they're the hateful individuals. Chris is just an opportunist, and he is going to lose big time to DeSantis because he's very, very popular in Florida, and he's done some great things, and he's not a hater at all. All right, headline number three. Speaker Pelosi flip-flops on Biden's ability to forgive student debt. From Town Hall, Pelosi in April. People think that the President of the United States has the power for debt forgiveness. He does not. Pelosi today, Biden's move to cancel student debt is a strong step in Democrats' fight to expand access to higher education. From the Daily Wire, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi and former Trump Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos no longer seem to agree on the topic of student loan cancellation now that President Joe Biden has come out with a plan to cancel up to $20,000 in debt per borrower. Well, Nancy Pelosi doesn't have any values. She doesn't have any principles anyway. She just, she just bends which way, whatever way the wind blows. And the fact that uh, one day she comes out in support of uh, canceling debt, the next day she's opposed to it. So what is it, Ms. Pelosi? What's your, what's your, how do you really think about this? Well, we all know that it's whatever is good for the moment, whatever helps them to stay in power, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter whether they have principles, doesn't matter whether they believe in anything. It's all about maintaining power, maintaining their position, and that's all it's about. All right, headline number two. Democrats struggle to answer basic questions about Biden's student loan bailout. Who pays? Who benefits? What will it cost? There is a reason they refuse to give straight answers. RNC Research, who is paying for this? Corrine Jean-Pierre has absolutely no answer for who will pay for Biden's student loan bailout. John Cooper, this is hilarious. Susan Rice brags about how canceling all these student loans is supposedly going to benefit millions of Americans and then can't say off the top of my head how much it will cost because she doesn't know how many people will take up the opportunity. Stephen Portnoy. Biden is employing a post-9-11 law that allows for debt cancellation in connection with a war or other military operation or national emergency. Which emergency? The present COVID-19 pandemic, per a Department of Ed memo issued yesterday, it is estimated each taxpayer will be slapped with an extra $2,000. Okay, so this whole student loan debt thing, this pandemic $2,000, these are all just payoffs to try to get votes. It's so blatantly obvious 
The Democrats can't stand on their own issues, so they got to buy for votes. It's, the, it's unconstitutional what he's doing is giving away the student loans. He doesn't have the right to do that. That's a congressional appropriations issue. Only Congress can pay off debts. And so he's just using it right now until the elections. And then, of course, it'll be challenged and nobody will get any money. They're hoping that it will move the needle enough that it will affect the midterm vote. Again, same thing, power. It's all about power for the Democrats. They don't care about their principles. They give things away. They're socialists. They have no real guts, no real principles to stand on. I don't even think they, a lot of them believe in the Constitution, at least the far radical left ones. All right, headline number one. Student loan move should be called Inflation Expansion Act. Wall Street Journal. This is an Inflation Expansion Act. Report says Mr. Biden will cancel $10,000 in debt for borrowers making $125,000 or less a year. That would cost about $300 billion this year and $330 billion over 10 years. That's far more than the $102 billion the Inflation Reduction Act purportedly reduces the deficit over 10 years starting in 2027. RNC Research. Biden claims canceling student loans won't have any meaningful effect on inflation. That is false. Even former Obama economists say it will make inflation worse. Representative Ashley Hinson, President Biden's plan to cancel student loan debt is a handout to the wealthy and a total slap in the face to working Americans. Congressman Dan Muser, why pay off your self-imposed debt if Biden Democrats can get a hard-working American do- to do it for you? Forgiving self-induced student debt is a moral hazard for our country and will enhance inflation. Another out-of-touch and wasteful policy from Biden, Pelosi, Schumer Democrats. Mike Gallagher, you borrow money to buy a car, buy a house, get a college education, you got to pay it back. And if you don't pay it back, you are irresponsible. And these filthy, dirty Democrats want to reward the irresponsible deadbeats who don't want to pay back their college tuition bill. Yeah, why should I pay uh, someone's uh, tuition if I didn't go to college? Does that make any sense? This is socialism, folks. This is spreading the wealth. This does not work. The Founding Fathers tried this in the early stages of our country. They found that if they let everybody share equally, then some people would sit around and be lazy and wouldn't work. And the workers would be the ones that were producing. And they felt that that doesn't work. So they gave everybody free land to have for their own, to develop themselves, to have free enterprise. And it worked. And that's why we have the greatest nation on God's green earth as a result of that. And now the socialists think that this is the way to go for whatever reason they've been indoctrinated over the last 50 years through the propaganda of the Soviet Union and the Chinese totalitarianism. And now here we are in 2022, and it's like a cancer spreading throughout our nation. We need to understand what it is. We need to understand how to combat it. And we need to be able to set the nation back on the right track. So this student loan debt plan is going to blow up in their face. They're pissing off a lot of middle Americans because why should they have to pay when they were responsible and paid off their own debts themselves? Why should they have to pay for these deadbeats? So the Democrats got all wrong. This is not how you run a country. We're already trillions of dollars in debt, and they're only going to add more fuel to the fire. All right, those are your top five headlines for this Thursday.
August the 25th, 2022. Thanks for joining us on the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. God bless y'all. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandemark. And let's never forget, America is great and we affirm it.